I got hit on at the gym today. <gasps> that happened today. And John saw it. What was fucked up is I was just talking to that guy like three <laughs> minutes before he went up to you. And I, like I, I just felt so. His question just like made me remember <laughs> what happened. And John literally, he goes, all right, you ready to go? I'm like, oh, did you see that? Or are you and ready to go? And the guy doubled down. And then like you, I. As I was walking around the bathroom, I heard him say, I heard you go, okay, bye, or something like he said bye to you. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. Hey, and welcome, welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. I'm Alex. And I'm John. And we're your, your gracious, 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 gracious host. Wow. Guys, first off, anyone who came out to our show, thank, thank you so you. much. What an experience. You know what? That's the best way to put it. What an experience. John, I was nervous before we went on, and you were so chill. You were like, I got oh, this. Like, I was I'm... like, cool as a cucumber. And then uh, we did it, and you we got a little places. nervy pervy on stage. Leading up to it, I was like, we're just going to do what we normally do on the podcast. This isn't going to be hard. Be ourselves. I was like consoling Alex because she was getting nervous, you know? And as soon as we got on stage, it was like, zoop, you know? <laughs> Like all the lights, it, all the eyes. Us, I go. <gasps> I saw it in your eyes when you were talking. You Panic. were asked a question and you were giving an answer. And then it was like the answer just left your brain. I know. And you were like, I don't know what I was, what I was going to say. I was say. like, what was the and question? I was like, I'll fill in the blanks. You saved me. I'll give you, I'll give you that. You saved me. You got like, back on track though. It was fine. I did get out of like my nerves. I had to shake off the nerves. Like the first 10 minutes was a little rocky. And then like, you know. Drove it home. For our first live show, though, number one, we sold out, which was awesome. Fucking awesome. But number two, like, it was just, it was fun. It was fun to see you guys in person. It was fun meeting you guys in person. The vendors that we had were all great. We had our DJ, John. From our wedding. Was, from our wedding. He was actually on the podcast, which I forgot about. Yeah, first One of season. our earliest episodes. Yeah. You know what's funny? I feel like I'm watching myself now, like, look at the camera. Like, it's the audience. You know? Oh, yeah. So one thing we I, I found that was really hard was we're so used to just looking at each other, talking to each other. And then when we were on stage, I was like looking at Alex. I was like, make eye contact with the crowd. With, with everyone. So it's, it's a, like looking. It's just a new, it's a whole new different It's like different a different beast. muscle. Uh, it's yeah. just a whole different way of like doing the podcast. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Next time I want like confetti poppers. I want dancers. Dancers. Whatever. A dance party. <laughs> but... We, we did learn a lot. Like, even like the mic, the microphones, like listening, doing it on the podcast. I can't hear myself like projecting right. into the mic where we're on stage. And it was like, sometimes it was loud. Sometimes it was low. Sometimes I like blew the mic out. I think that's why people wear headsets when they like perform, you know, Ooh, I'm Taylor Swift. And then you have pro because the acoustics are all different no matter where you went. But it was that. The Beverly Center, they were awesome. Their whole staff was amazing. Like it was just an overall they did 10 great. out of 10 yeah. experience. They made us feel so comfortable and, yeah. and inviting. So, But it, I couldn't believe how exhausted I was the next day. I just felt like all the energy, I saved it all up Dead. for that. And then I was like, I can't do anything My today. face from smiling, because I never smile. So <laughs> smiling for photos. You were working a whole different muscle. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely, Your face for muscle. sure. But it was great. The, the Everyone who came out were just... Yeah, Everyone thank was you so guys. Nice. And if you guys are interested in, you know, having us go on the road, let us know. Cause I think I did get a lot of requests to like we should have live streamed it. Right. But we but, probably but should have because like it got a little fucking crazy there. Oh, for a yeah, little bit. there were some interesting questions yeah. from people in the audience. But also, no, because I wanna like in like have a little bit of mystery. So people, if we do go on the road, people you need do want to buy wanna show. Tickets. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like why would we 
give away the the sauce, you know? But we did record it, so maybe we'll release it. Who knows? Oh, Who we knows? did. We did like a whole live. To, yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. So we'll give a shout out to all of our amazing vendors in a post when we get all the photos back. I can't wait to see them. But overall, love it. Let us know if you want us to continue doing it. Yeah. Because I feel like I need all and all the positive You're like, feedback. I need all hands on deck. I need Everyone all positive going. Yeah. That, but like, I need everyone to tell me that they want to see me or I'm not going to do it. It's, yeah. I mean, it, it was, was a lot. I was, was so like, the build up up to it, I was so relieved when it was over. Over. I was like, oh my God. But it was fun. Yeah. And then we literally, guys, we moved back into our house that day or like the, the night before. So we were unloading, unpacking, had nothing to wear. <laughs> like, we're it still, was just all chaotic. of our clothes are in fucking this trash bags. This is about the only room. clean spot in our house right now. So we're going to have to. That's right. Just so you know, this isn't our podcast area. No, no, no. Yeah, this isn't our podcast area. This is just the only spot that looks decent <laughs> in our house because we haven't organized it at all. Oh my God. What but a... again, we'll get there. Baby steps. You know what? We're here. We're doing this. It's a great day. And then we leave for your sister's wedding. I know. Tomorrow. tomorrow. Going to Virginia. Jen's getting married. I'm excited. I'm excited to go to a wedding and just Chill. truly be a guest. What was the last wedding that we went to where we were guests at and not working? I feel like the last wedding was probably your friend Dana's wedding. We also shot that though. I'm trying to think like which, which one did we not have a camera at like with us? I don't think any. Honestly, I don't know. I don't think any. But it would be nice. I'm just excited. Like we've been like crazy busy the past three weeks it would just be nice to like go see family and relax and, and i wonder fucking party. if it will be relaxing though you know what i mean with We're my like, mom oh, yeah, yeah like well, my mom will make it into something where it's no, like, like it will be fun but you know how sometimes fun things aren't necessarily relaxing like it'll be nice to have like a brain break but will it be relaxing we're guests i hope are we guests you know i actually we actually technically do have to shoot something for a brand at the wedding. I'm more so talking about the wedding aspect. The fact that we're staying at my parents' house, like my mom will, you know, make us put do, you to work. Will make me do something. I'm excited though. Your parents have been cooking up a storm, posting. My mom's. My mom is the chef of chefs for our wedding. Lasagna, eggplant, all the desserts. I, don't, I think your mom baked a th over a thousand cookies for yeah. our wedding. I'm That's sure. what we gave away as like our wedding favor. Cause you know, PSA, if you're getting married, nobody likes wedding favors unless they're edible. Mm. They're not gonna use them later on. So we just gave boxes, like custom boxes, and then you could like put your own cookies in them, but it was all cookies that your mom made. So the best. I can't wait to eat her. Italian cookies. wedding cookies, all the magnifique. Anyways. Anyways. The rest else? of the week. Yeah. One 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 item that you just did. I literally Oh, you asked don't want to save this for your ick? Okay. <laughs> I'll, save I'll save that for my ick. I immediately was like, oh, this will be your ick. What else? Oh, uh, it's mostly icks, actually. But it just has to do with, like, the house and shit. And, like, anytime, like, oh, I need a can opener. Don't fucking have that. Lost that. We, we're... Like, I can't find my socks. Our shit's everywhere I, right like, now. Like, I have to dig 20 minutes in the morning to just find underwear. Yeah. Living in chaos this week is just crazy. But yeah. No, well, we'll uh, the, rest is, is the rest on? is for icks. Oh, I had a, I got a pap smear today. That was fun. Sick. Sweet. I mean, it's nothing to, it's women's health. <laughs> women's you got to get it go done. Every year. You got to get it done. I was on the phone with my mom on the way there and I was like, hey mom. She's like, what's going on? She was actually listening to the pod. She's like, oh, just listening to your voice. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm just on my way to my, you know, annual pussy appointment. And she's like, Alexandra, your brother 
is here and it is on speaker. And I'm like, he has a wife. I wish you said, grow up, Daniel. Grow up. <laughs> he is, but he does. He has a wife and he has a daughter. My niece, she's going to be getting pap smears one day too. Nothing to be ashamed about. Everyone should know. Hey, don't you get your health is, uh, some actually, no, they don't really do that anymore. Really? Unless you ask for it. Well, you did get a colonoscopy, which they're That's all up different. your butt. No, no, but like for a physical, <laughs> like then right. like checking your nuts and stuff. No, right. I haven't, they haven't done that in a long time. Mm. I think you have to ask for it, but like I can check my balls myself. So anyways, <laughs> I, I do a good job at that. I can help. You can help me too. <laughs> we don't need a doctor. We're perfect. You want to give me my next pap smear? Yeah, we'll, we'll switch it up. Guys, this what, is When do you want to make an appointment? Yeah. I'll make one tomorrow, Perfect. John. Perfect. Yeah. Should we jump into questions? Yeah, fuck it. Let's just on jump that in. Note. On that note. It's so weird doing this right after doing the show. It's like a weird... It's weird diving back into this. Why? I don't know. Just now the two of us talking. Oh, here. like looking at each other. Yeah. I think that's one thing, though, that we will have to do. Like we'll have the person hosting in the middle and we'll be looking at each yeah. other. Because I think facial expressions help. You were behind me and I'm like, I don't know what John's This also thinking. helps me because like I was awkwardly on the end just like looking at you like this. And then I felt like I was neglecting people over here. So like talking to them and be like, right? Um, you know? Got it. So. That makes sense. Okay, you know, we live and we learn. We learn. That's right. And before we dive into our questions, we'd like to thank our sponsors of this episode, Vegamore. You've heard me talk about how Vegamore transformed my hair and scalp. I never thought I'd achieve these incredible results with clean ingredients. Even better, Vegamore is now offering their biggest sale of the year, and I'm loading up on all my favorites. With Vegamore, you can enjoy visibly thicker, fuller, shinier, and longer hair, all without harsh ingredients. Every adorable pink Vegamore product is cruelty-free and free from potentially harmful chemicals like parabens and hormones. We absolutely adore the Grow Hair Serum, and the reviews say it all. Honestly, I just took this out of my shower because this is the the actual product that I use and I love. It smells delicious. John, get your dirty paws off of it. For a limited time, visit vegamore.com slash straight and use code straight at checkout to access Vegamore's best deals during their Black Friday and Cyber Monday event. Don't miss out. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash straight with code straight. And just a reminder, this podcast episode is sponsored by Article. Discover the beauty of delightful design with Article, where every home can find its perfect match. Their online-only model means you get more than just great furniture. You get fantastic prices. With curated styles like mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho, furniture shopping has never been easier. We're absolutely smitten with our courtesy dining table, which we're not using yet. It's downstairs. We're going to be using it. In every other episode. Well, besides the next one. <laughs> yeah. Once we, we will be eventually using it, but we are smitten about it. It's <laughs> made of solid wood and sculpted pedestal base that's got everyone talking. But here's the icing on the cake. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Just head over to article.com slash straight and the discount will magically apply at checkout. Yes, that's article.com slash straight for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Visit article.com slash straight today and elevate your home style. All right, so should we jump into the question that was asked 
to you guys on Instagram. Do you have some responses, John? I do. Do you want to read the question or you want me to read it? I don't have it. Do you okay, have it? I have it pulled up. All right, ready? My coworker and I dated before meeting our significant others and had sex once. He felt he had to tell his wife about us dating. I haven't told my husband because it was before we met and it doesn't matter to our relationship. Should I tell my husband? Okay, um, okay so she and her coworker fucked. He told his wife, she hasn't told her husband. I mean, again, I think this goes back to like any past relationship. You normally wouldn't disclose your past, but the fact that you're in like close proximity with this person and you're probably at social events with this person where your husband is around, like I would probably tell him. Like if I had We've a, had this guy. If yeah. it's a one-off, no, nah, I wouldn't, whatever. Right. But like- Someone who like if, you're hanging out with- If there's with, a relationship forming, fuck yeah, you have to say something. Or not forming, but like if there is- When I say relationship, I mean like coworker, friendship, whatever. There's some sort of like connection. Right, you guys you're still at. actively seeing each other. Fuck, then you, yeah, you have to say something. Uh, timing though, I'm like, it's like timing. It's how long have you guys been working together that you haven't like told your husband? I don't know. Cause like, what would you do- if I were to tell you now that Goo and I fucked. I would get mad. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you <Not> know. Nice. <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> i give him a high five and then I would yell at you. Yell at me? I, yeah, of course. I'm I like, guess it's like he's your friend. And in this case, the husband is no, friends I, with the co-worker. All honesty, like I probably would get mad at you either yeah. way because it's like, thanks for telling me, but why did you wait this fucking long? I think you know? like any way to like figure out what to do in a situation. It just rolls reversed. How would you feel if your husband had fucked his coworker and didn't tell you for an extended amount of I think of you should look at everything like a fucking stopwatch. The minute an incident happens, be like, look at the stopwatch that you have, like timing, because timing is everything. Like, don't fucking wait. The more, the longer you wait, I feel like the worse it's gonna get. But if you think about it, they were probably coworkers. They fucked, they whatever, dated. Then she met her husband, which they were just dating. So why would she disclose that information to someone who she was just dating to be like, oh, this coworker that I have. And then it probably got more serious. And it's like, I can see where it's like, when's the best time to tell your husband that you had previous relationships? When your relationship is serious. If your relationship is serious with that person, you're like, I see a future with them and this person's your coworker. And yeah, I mean, yeah, not in the beginning, I wouldn't say anything because why? Because you don't really know where it's going. But like, if this is going to be something, then yeah, I have all the cards out on the table. I don't want any fucking, Especially if you guys I don't still, want any fucking still secrets together. popping out. Right. I have a guilty conscience. Okay, so I say you say something. Yeah, we we agree you're gonna, on that. You're going to get yelled at, I think, either way, though. You're going to get yelled He shouldn't yell at you. You can just explain that you're coming from a genuine place, that you didn't know how to bring it up. Like, you didn't want to make him not like your coworker, but it was in the past, and now you're talking I would still now. get upset. I'd be like, what the fuck? How long have you been working? Because it depends on timing, right? How long have you been working with this person? You know, Before, and they were dating into marriage. It's been a long time. So for you to tell me now would be weird, actually. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'd be like, is something going on? Like, why are you telling me this now? Mm, I don't know. I don't think that that's immediately how he would think. Because why would it come out of the blue? You know, I would just be like, the, I didn't really know when or how to bring it up. And like, just time has gone on. And I'm like, well, I need to tell you, I need to get this off my chest. No, it was before him. Anything you did before him does not matter. It'd be different though if like they weren't still working together. Like I get that the past is the past, but like you're still with in a close vicinity with this person. Yeah. 
Like, is your husband also hanging out with your coworker, or is it just someone that you like kind of see at work but not really? Like, what's your relationship at work? Details. Are you guys hanging Details out? Details we don't have after work. Like, are you guys like outside of work? Friday friends? night beers with the yeah. with the team. Right. Like, does your husband know this guy? Because if your husband doesn't know this Alex. guy, no, because now I'm thinking of, about it. Like, continue. Don't let your husband be the only person in the room who doesn't know. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be kind of like fucked up. Right. Embarrassing. I'd be like, right. oh, okay. And then it's like everyone's walking on eggshells to like keep the secret. It's like. Yeah. And I feel bad for the husband. The thing is, though, everyone has a past. What you did is not wrong in the past. It's just a matter of like not being honest about like your current situation. I mean, at what point is it hiding it? You know, are you hiding it? I think it's just like when, probably to your point, like when you get serious with that person and you're like, full disclosure, obviously I have no relationship with this person anymore, but we did have a relationship in the past. It was before I met you. I just want to give you like, you know, full transparency about what our history was because I work with this person still. All right. If they only had sex once, they weren't that into each other. So no, don't tell them. Do we know it was once? She did say once. One time. You still know what they look like naked. Just going to say that. Communication is always best. Use a casual tone and just be genuine and honest. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that person. And last one. <laughs> you got it. Sorry. If it doesn't matter to your relationship, why are you worried about telling him? Wow. So I feel like there's a lot of mixed feelings yeah. on, on that. I feel like that was almost like 50-50. I think general consensus for us is you work with this person, so there is a connection. You need to say something. Yeah. If it's a one-off, no, nah, I probably wouldn't say anything. Or but. if you have plans on like quitting your job, maybe don't say <laughs> oh, yeah, anything. That's you know true I mean? too. Like if you're, what's the future looking like? Yeah, at this like if you're not like going to be around employment. this person anymore, <laughs> yeah. like who cares? But if he's someone who's like involved in your life, like yeah, let your husband know. Right. Shall we move on? We shall. Next question. My wife is very type A and I'm very type B. She always wants everything to be specific and will ultimately take over if it isn't to her liking or done quickly. There is usually no leeway or compromise with her. And so we get into many arguments because of this. At the end of the day, she also tells me she wants me to be more masculine and take charge and initiative. However, the problem is when I try to, and it's not exactly how she wants it done when she wants, then it leads to more fighting. And eventually I end up giving in and typically apologizing. How do I approach this? So you're fucking damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's what it sounds like. So you're trying to do what she's asking you to do, and then she still gives you shit for it. It's very uh, hypocritical of her. We're only getting one side, but I'm just going to take what you're saying at face value. Just go off of the question. Go off the question. I think that you just, you guys have to compromise. You have to talk and say, if you want me to do it a certain way, show me. But also, like, done is better than perfect, even in relationships. Like, I get that there's, what what's the word that we, like, used to say all the time? That word, not gaslighting. What is it? Communication. No, like the, to not toxic masculinity. Don't bird dog my quail. Like, where the guy does, pretends like he doesn't know how to do something. Oh, what is oh, it called? oh, weaponizing incompetence. Yes, weaponizing incompetence, where it's like, well, just because I didn't do it perfect, I don't know how to, you know, load the dishwasher just because I didn't do it your way. So it's like there is a level of could it be that or is it is she really just being so specific? So like you you do have to find a balance in that. Like, are you being incompetent? Are you weaponizing incompetence? Or is she truly just overly Like you said, specific? the best thing he could do is like 
show me exactly how you right. want me to do this. Yeah. I'm here to help you. Obviously, how I'm doing it is not how you want me to do it. So I don't know where to go from here. Because I think that we have a little bit of that where you're more type A, like super organized. You're like, I'm writing a list. I'm doing it now. And I'm like, I'll get to it. No, it but drives like, me fucking crazy. <laughs> right. But like, I think we've found a balance or like, I mean, it's Yeah, always I just do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I think what helped me like get to things more right away is number one. Like I usually forget. Like if I see something, I'm like, I do need to do it now. Cause otherwise like I'll forget. We'll also talk about that in the X. But also it's, it's something, I don't remember if it was something that someone wrote in, but it's like, I don't want to create more work for my partner. Right. I don't want like to make your life harder by doing something wrong or by like putting something off. It's like, if I see that something has to be done, I'm going to tackle it right then and there because I know that like you would do the same for me. And so it's a matter of just like respect for your partner. 100%. And so if like your wife is asking you to like do something, like maybe try to act, like see where she's coming from, like why she's asking you to do something in the moment or so Our specific. fucking coffee maker. <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying to ignore it. I'm like, keep going, go in this red. Oh, it's almost done. Done. Either way, you know, you work as a team. Uh, you, you, well said. It's definitely respecting each other because, like, once you can figure that out, I feel like smooth sailing from there. Smooth sailing. You guys are, you know. But she needs to understand, like, you're here to help. You're trying to fucking help her. So, like, right. Just going off the question, her getting an attitude right. with him, I'd be like, it's not what fair. The fuck. Mm -hmm. Tell me what you want. Then what do you Because that's what I think you talking about weaponizing and confidence. I'm talking about like, I can't read your mind. So if I'm not doing something the way you want it, then you need to fucking tell me. We've like deep dove into oh, yeah, this okay. Next so one. many times before. And we could do a full episode on that. But like that, this isn't that. We did good. You, next, answered, you did well with that one. Next question. I was dating a very sexual French man who is six years older than me. He recently told me hours before I went on a girl's trip to Mexico that after three months of dating me, he never orgasmed with me besides the first two times that we had sex. I was confused because we had great sex and he's come every time. I was saying, did he not? And has never complained <laughs> prior. He then tells me that, yes, the sex is great and he comes, but he doesn't orgasm. Is he right about there being a difference in men? Or is he just trying to get into my head before vacation because he sucks? Do I have something to be self-conscious about? So we, Listen, I can't speak for all men, but when I... Uh, I'm confused. Can you nut without having an orgasm? Well, if you let me finish. Uh, as, <laughs> oh, as pun a intended. Man, no, it wasn't a pun. A, a typical Alex just cutting me off as I was talking. And yeah, literally going to answer that. Letting you finish. Get Still it. not letting me finish. <laughs> I'll let you finish every time, <laughs> but always after me. Hey, oh, wow. Honestly, you just kept setting me up. Spike, bump set spike, bitch. God. Next question. <laughs> that was pretty good. You're like, we should use this as a short. <laughs> what I was going to say was when I go Not. Shazam. <laughs> I think what it's called is an orgasm. So I don't know. I don't know if that's like a thing for other men. He's definitely just trying to get in your head. Why would that be the way to get in her head? Because she's going on a girl's trip. He's like, I'm just going to let her know that. But like, it just seems I so far-fetched. Like there's nothing else you could say. Just, you should just let him know and just be like, okay. <laughs> like, you, should say, you should probably see a doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. What? I, maybe it is a thing. I'm sure be. someone's going to write a comment and be like, how dare you, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Diagnosis, man. 
No, like downplay, you know, like something medical, something medical going on with him. I don't know. I mean, someone write in, like, is it possible to? Also, I don't give a fuck. I feel like he's lying. I don't care. Right. And also the fact that he's saying this right before you leave, like the timing just seems a little like you've been together for six months or I don't know how many months. No, a few months, whatever. And he's never wanted to bring this up to you before. Just like when you're uh, a girl's Just trip. so you know. Yeah. I think he just sucks. <laughs> That's why. You have nothing to be self-conscious about. Have fun on your <sighs> girl's trip. Alex, before you go into the next question, hold on. Wait, you did Google it? I did Google it. Okay. And uh, I'm not saying this is from an accredited, accredited source or whatever, but I'll just read this. Ejaculatory in he did known... And hedonia. Next question. A N H E D O N I A is a term used to describe the rare condition in which individuals are able to ejaculate physically but don't have the accompanying feelings of release, pleasure, or orgasm. Oh. Sometimes referred to as anorgasm ejaculation or pleasure dissociative orgasm. So send him that Wikipedia article and just say best of luck. Like that's not your problem. That's true. Look it up. Like, again, Orgasm endohinesia. Right. Like, is him telling you that supposed to like make you feel bad though? Or is he just like informing you like I have this problem? Because like maybe if just, anything, you did your job. That's what I mean. He like, got off. Right. You can't help him no, like with the pleasure fit, part of exactly. it. Exactly. Like, what else are you supposed to do? Right. That's not on you. So just like maybe respond with You're like, like get him off mentally now? Just be like thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Next question. Him putting that on her, what a what a fucking douche. And as a reminder, this episode is sponsored by Vegamore. And let me tell you, my hair and scalp have gone through a magnificent transformation, all thanks to Vegamore. Seriously, I never thought clean ingredients could work such magic. What's even more exciting is that right now, Vegamore is throwing the mother of all sales. And I'm not holding back. I'm stocking up on all of my go-to favorites. I love their shampoo, their conditioner, and their dry shampoo. Vegamore's value kits, like the Grow Essential Kit, are where the real party is at. You could try a bunch of their amazing products and save big. I'm talking major savings. And here's the real insider tip. Sign up for a monthly subscription and save even more. Plus, you never have to worry about running low on your essential hair care products. The name of the game, consistency. That's a key to unlocking your most beautiful, healthy-looking hair. I, for one, swear by Vegamore's Grow Hair Serum, and I use it daily. The results, my hair and scalp are positively flourishing. Now, here's a fun fact for you. Vegamore is so incredible that they sell one bottle of grow every 15 seconds on their website. Yes, you heard that right. This stuff is legit. And here's the cherry on top for a limited time. Hop on over to vegamore.com slash straight. And when you check out, use code straight. That's the golden ticket to Vegamore's biggest sale of the year, just in time for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Don't wait. Head to V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash straight code straight to snag the best deals on Vegamore's incredible line of products. Vegamore.com slash straight code straight. Get ready for a hair transformation. That's nothing short of miraculous. And just a reminder, this podcast episode is also sponsored by Article. Get ready to elevate your home with Article, where style, quality, and affordability unite. Article's team of dedicated designers knows how to strike that perfect balance. They craft furniture that not only looks fantastic, but also lasts the test of time. When you shop with Article, you're not just getting great furniture, you're getting an exceptional experience. With fast, affordable shipping available across the US and Canada, you won't be left waiting. Plus you're in control of your delivery time and Article keeps you informed every step of the way. 
And when it comes to customer care, Article Seam is there for you, ensuring a smooth and stress-free experience. We're particularly smitten with their rug selection, like the Upsa Alabaster rug. It's in uh, our living room. <laughs> which is, yeah. We love our, it. We do love it. Kobe loves it You can't it see it, but we love it. A polyester <laughs> wool blend that's low maintenance and sets the perfect mood for those cozy sofa evenings. Ooh, it's so soft. And here's the exciting part. What? Article's offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Claim your discount by visiting article.com slash trade, and it will be automatically applied at checkout. Yes, that's article.com slash trade for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Revamp your home effortlessly and affordably with Article, your trusted destination for style, quality, and value. I have been seeing someone that I really enjoy spending time with, and we recently went exclusive. On the day we made it official, he shared with me that six years ago, he went to prison for aggravated assault. His actions have consistently been good, healthy, and he has healthy ways of working through things. I know that I'm not the same person I was six years ago, and he treats me very well. But at the same time, as a single mom, I do have a bit of a guard up. How can I make sure that this is right for me without getting lost in the idea of who he is? You can't, I don't know, keep your guard up. Like, how do you always be vigilant? I don't know. If past is the past, but at the same time, isn't behaviors... I think if there's nothing that he's displayed to you as a reason to have concern or any red flags, roll roll with it. I don't think that, like, there's any reason to not trust him until he gives you a reason. You know, like, according to him, according to you, he's done the work, he's been healthy, he's work through things. You're, so, a, you're a single mother. You're a mother. You have a kid. I'd always have my guard up. I, I'm not saying that you completely have to take your guard down, but like if there's been no inkling of red flags from this person that come off aggressive, you just have to trust him. You know, like, did you think anything beforehand before he said anything to you? Like, cause I think, I think you could get you could drive yourself crazy thinking about reading through every single situation. Like, just trust your gut in this. If you don't trust this person, trust your gut, you know? I'm also not saying guilt trip him or give him a hard time, but this, like, internally, like, yeah, I would still have my guard up. I wouldn't, like, because you're you're taking care of someone else. It's not, like, yourself. I don't know. It's your child, so it's different. You're also, like, not jumping into a relationship. I mean, yeah, you're exclusive right now, but, like, you're not... That doesn't mean that like you're getting married and starting a life right, together. There's no rush. Like, there's no rush into making this as super serious. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Well, I just... the fact that you're concerned, there's a concern because you're asking the question. So the fact that there is a concern in your mind means you're not ready yet to fully let go. So continue what you're doing. It seems like nothing's wrong right now. That's what I'm saying. Trust his yeah. actions. You don't have to like completely let your guard down and, and forget about what he told you. This is just information that you have when, you, when you're ready you'll know because well, right now you you're not ready like when you're comfortable because right now she's she has a concern right she's asking the question so which makes me feel like she's not fully there yet to like let go or to like let him in fully or to trust him fully and i'm saying like with time you might feel differently and like when you know like you'll know Right. I just think like actions speak louder than words. If he hasn't given you any reason to not trust him or, you know, given you reason for concern. If somebody was able to do something once, they have the ability to do it again. Like if I told you right now that in high school I got arrested. I'd sleep with one eye open. <laughs> you would. It would. You would not trust me anymore. In high school? I, okay, no, in I college. I got in trouble. What? In college. Before I met you. What'd you do? If I went to jail... 
If I wait, what's the question? He had aggressive assault or something. Aggregate, aggravated oh, yeah, assault. No, no. Like if, if six years ago I went to prison for aggravated assault. No, we're married. It's a different situation. They're not married. They're just dating. I know, but I'm just saying like you knowing me who I am. Everyone's I'm different. I'm just fucking saying like if someone has done something in the past, they have the ability to do it again. Like, I don't know. I would always be a little bit guarded. I think uh, trust your gut, you know? Trust your gut. Are we not like are we on the same page? Or like I'm confused we on are. what I'm fucking saying. You're are you just, not like, agreeing? Saying more words and I'm saying like a few you, more all words. You're, all you're saying is trust your and gut. We're just, trust your what do you mean? Like take in the context clues that he's giving you. Do you like just, We're sorry, we're like, saying the same thing. You have time. Hold my hand. My hands are so sweaty. <laughs> your hands are do you like my nails? They're nice. Next question. Thank you. Next question. I've been with my boyfriend for quite some time. The question of us getting married has been coming up frequently. And of course, I would marry my boyfriend. However, I wanted to do a good deed by cleaning up his old car. Doing this, I found a receipt dated from a couple years back of an engagement ring that was purchased. The ring was purchased during the time he and his ex were together. He told me in the past that he did consider marrying his ex, but it never got to the point where he would propose. I feel lied to because this receipt proves otherwise. I don't want to cause a problem, but I know that I need an answer. Is this a red flag? And how do I bring this up? The line that she said in there, he never had about proposing. What was that one part right there? He had told me in the past that he did consider marrying his ex, but it never got to the point where he would propose. Okay. Technically, so maybe, technically he's not lying based off of that. Like you can have the ring and not propose and not propose. But so, that is like getting to the point of proposal. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a little gray, gray area there. Not enough, not enough evidence to I know what, what would that like hold up in the court of law based off of that? I don't know. Either way, bring it up. I like, wh why wouldn't you bring it up? I would just be like, I found this receipt. Did you, when, where's this ring? Give it to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's that. I don't no, think it's he's that with you deal. now. Again, if anything, he didn't actually lie. And again, past is the past, and he pretty much told you the truth. I I just think you have to address it though. Just be like, well, yeah, I found this receipt. If you're having an issue, fucking address it. Yeah, yeah but but again, like that was his past relationship, like. He's with you. I don't think there's any reason for concern. It's not like it's they a, working together. They go work. Right, exactly. <laughs> Is his ex in the picture? Right. Right. You know, I wouldn't turn this into something nasty, though. No. Yeah. I'd be more. I'd be Where's like, the ring? what is, yeah, what does it look what like? What does it look like? Because guess what, buddy? Well, because I'd be more concerned that like, is it he bigger? still had it and then was going to like re-gift it to me. Oh, you don't want that. No, no, no. I get that. Give me something fresh. Yeah. Thank you. Use that as a down payment for the one you're going to get me. I mean, he could have already returned it or he's using it. Or maybe he already he's gave it to it. you. Maybe it's a ring he already gave you. Maybe do you have like a promise I, ring? We I, don't know. There's a big difference between an engagement ring and a promise ring. No one's just handing out diamond rings unless you're Ariana Grande and you're giving them to your friends. I know. I was so jealous when I heard that. I was like, I want a ring from Ariana Grande. Right? How cool. But like, would you actually wear a diamond ring around? Like if, if it wasn't your engagement ring, like just on no, another finger? I'd be like that rapper and, and do it, put it in my forehead. No. That's okay. Be like a massive like purple diamond, like sewn into his head. It just like it doesn't look sterile. It's just no. Open it looks wound. like it looks like that the Marvel guy. He's got the thing right here. Oh, the Whistler guy. The Whistler guy. Where he like whistles and like the doesn't he isn't he the one in Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> where he's like does he have something what? in his head? No, I was thinking I, about like think Endgame. So. He's He's the one who's like dating Mary Kay and Ashley's sister who's in the 
Oh, movie. I'm literally too tired. What? Okay. Anyways, it's, I'm right. I'm pretty sure the guy from do the whistle up. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. I can whistle, John. You can't. Why Not can't... out, but in. Wait, wait, no. Out. Next question. Okay. Am I the asshole for asking my sister to stop talking to my ex? For context, my twin sister and I went to the same college where I met my then boyfriend and we dated throughout college and broke up one year after college. My twin sister and him were close friends throughout college, so naturally she was upset to learn that he broke up with me. But now, almost three years later, I have been in a new relationship for about a year and a half. However, my twin sister still talks with my ex every now and then. I told her to please stop when I first started dating my current boyfriend because it makes me feel uncomfortable and betrayed, to which she responded that my ex was one of her best friends in college and that that doesn't go away easily. So now after a year and a half of me dating my current boyfriend, I come to learn that my ex texted my sister this nice long text saying happy birthday and that he misses her and that she responded back saying that she misses him and that he was one of her best friends. She also said that if she is ever back in the state where we went to college that they should meet up. I feel incredibly hurt by this because she is making me feel like my ex is more important to her than my feelings. And I also feel like it's disrespectful to my current relationship. I get that my ex was one of her best friends, but is he really more important than me and my feelings? No, he's not. I would be questioning that my sister has a little thing That's for my ex That's what I was getting from that. I'd be like, why are you... Are you going to be best friends with my new boyfriend if we, if we break up? There's also so many fish in the fucking sea there's so many people who your sister could be fucking friends with like what happened to loyalty there's a, I am not there's a friends. certain point where it's petty uh, could be petty but based on that it's like not my some of my closest friends of course i've become friends with their boyfriends throughout the years but as soon as they're out of their lives like bye boyfriend i'm not okay okay if you and i broke up you and jen wouldn't be friends that's true, but we're married. It's different. My sister's a fucking traitor. She would definitely be your friend. But like, is your sister friends with any of your exes? No, because she didn't like any of my exes. Like, but the minute if she does, I get like why you would want to talk to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I get that. Okay. Because the same thing happened to me actually. A few of my exes, like their brothers, would still talk to me. Their friends, like I get it. Like I'm just, I got hit on at the gym today. <gasps> that happened today, and John saw it. You did. We didn't talk what about up, that. What, what, what was fucked up is I was just talking to that guy like three <laughs> minutes before he went up to you. And I, like I, I just felt so... His question just like made me remember <laughs> what happened. And John, literally, he goes, all right, you ready to go? I'm like, oh, did you see that? Are you ready or are you and ready to go? And the guy doubled down. And then like you, I, as I was walking out of the bathroom, I heard him say, I heard you go, okay, bye. Or something like he said bye to you. Yeah. This yeah. motherfucker. I mean... I still got it, John. But you know so what? I get why Jen would still want to be my friend. But it's also different, though. Like, I hate, I hate that, like, sex and gender has to play a role in it. But, like, Jen and I are girls. Like, if you had a brother, like, it, I wouldn't be friends with your brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it's different. Why is your ex your sister's best friend? Get some other fucking friends. Right. Why are you? I don't know. To me, this just sounds like your sister has a crush on your ex boyfriend. She hasn't had any friends growing up, and your ex is her best friend. Best like, friend? Bitch, fucking. And it sounds like your check ex yourself. is like, okay, well, didn't work with this twin, so copy paste. I'll just get the other are one. Are they by a lot? Or uh, what's it? Fucking, they look the same? <laughs> identical. Identical? <laughs> are they identical twins? Identical. Who knows? She didn't say. But. If they're identical twins, then okay. No, so up. overall, you said, "Am I the asshole?" No, you're not. Your no, sister you're not. Your and your sister's ex an asshole. Your sister's being more of the asshole in yeah, here. Your, your sister ex needs knows to what check he's herself. Fucking doing, yeah. Also, you guys are 
the same age. Like you and your sister grew up together. It's not like there's a huge age difference. Like you guys have had a bond right. from birth. Yeah, I just, I think that family in this situation when exes are involved, like comes first. Yeah, she's being a rat. She's being a rat. We don't like it. Next question. My boyfriend was recently admitted to the hospital and diagnosed with, this is a big one, cannabinoid hyper, hypermesis, hypermesis. I don't fucking know. Mitosis? Nope. Hypermesis. What the fuck ever that is. Google it. The only cure is to stop smoking or consuming marijuana, but he doesn't believe the diagnosis. The doctor also found a lesion on his liver. He hates the doctor and does not want to go, even when I have made an appointment. So he's in denial. And offered to go with him. People could die from this syndrome. And so I feel like I'm the only one who cares in this relationship. And it's draining me and breaking my heart that he doesn't care enough about himself or me to want to live a long and healthy life. I told him that I need to think about things, but he doesn't want me to break up with him. But I'm having a hard time dealing with this. Any advice? Honestly, sorry. I got caught up caught up on like what he was saying. He wants to break up with her. Uh, I think she wants to end things, but he doesn't want He's not her. taking care of herself. Right. Because he's like, not taking it's care of himself. taking an emotional toll on her. That's kind of like a, what are you going to do? So if any of your partners, they get sick and they're in the hospital, you're going to fucking leave them. Well, it's different because I think he's like not taking the initiative to take care of. Himself. I think what she needs to do is research more about grief. And there's like stages, right? Of like, like, oh, like you say think he's in denial. You get, oh, I just fucking said that he's definitely in denial. Like you, you go from, you get your diagnosis. Then you go in the stage of like denial, no fucking way. Then it's sadness. I don't know. There's like four stages or some shit like that. And then it's like acceptance. I don't know enough about this specifically, like this disease, but I think like, does he have family involved that can help? talk him through things like maybe a therapist but i think you also have to make sure to take care of yourself in this situation obviously it's taking a mental toll on you to sure take care of yourself but like to leave your boyfriend because like he's in a time of need right now and him being in denial of something that's what i'm saying like if he's just being a dick to be a dick that's one thing but he's going through something right now and Outsider looking in, you might look at it like, oh, he's not taking care of himself. But I don't think that's really what's going on. I think he, he's in his head right now. Like, I'm sure he's pan nervous and scared. And like, this is how he's coping with it to be in denial. Like, research a little bit more about stages. I know, but that shouldn't be on her to want to like take care of him. Like, he can. I'm not saying take care of him, but like understand more instead of just being like, well, you know, this is well, too you don't hard. Know how long that like he's had this diagnosis for and he's just been like, fuck it. This isn't real. I'm just going to keep smoking. Know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's just exhausted. He has this thing that he could fix, but he doesn't give a shit. So she's like, what the fuck do I do? I wish we had a time. Like how long has this been going on? Or is this like new? I don't know that that would like make a difference. You know what I mean? Like between. It would make a difference to my response because if this is new and you're like, fuck it, it's like, okay, you're just like, when times get tough, you're going to dip out. That's how I would respond to this if this was like a newly diagnosed thing that he has going on. But if this has been going on forever and there's no change. Not that I'm like comparing health to like a, a job, but like it just sounds like what what would your response be to someone who like wasn't willing to like get a job, who needed a job? You know what I mean? Like because like he's not willing to go to work even though he knows he should. Like he's not willing to go get help even though he knows he should. Like how much of that is on the other person to stick around and like we, we've had a question hand. like that and it's like 
is this person going through depression? Like find them help, like find them somebody to like help them cope with what's going on. There's uh, what I'm saying is there's some You're stuff saying like exhaust your resources and then hit the right. Road. But if you're just dating this guy for, I don't know, like it, there's so many things that we don't know, but you should take some sort of a proactive approach first be, before just dipping out because later in life for yourself, when times get tough with relationships or whatever, like doesn't matter what relationship you're in, there's going to be work and effort you have to put into it. So like use this as a fucking practice run then if you don't see this in the future, but at least give it a shot. Well, you're also not married to this person. Okay. But you're not going to be married to any, anybody until you date them first. And like, no, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. Like you, if you're looking at the qualities of this person who isn't even willing to take care of themselves, like I would take that. It's not like he has a chronic illness that he's bedridden and can't do. You just got to fucking stop smoking pot. Well, the lesion on his liver. I don't know anything about that. I don't know. Maybe more information on the liver lesion. Like it'd be, I just like, I don't have sympathy for this dude. I don't like, Oh, he's grieving. Just stop fucking smoking pot. Like, and I get it. Like, uh, no, I agree with you with that. I don't, I don't, you're dating this person. Like again, you can exhaust your, your, I just want to know if it's do all the things that you want to like, try to do, try to get him help. Maybe have him talk to a therapist, like do what you can. But like at some point it's on him. You have to, it's on him. You could lead a horse to water. I think you have to like, you're not married to this person. You don't owe him shit. If he's not taking care of himself, like peace out. Like when you're committed to your partner in marriage, like it, like it's just, there's reasons why, like there's reasons why you date people. It's to like filter out yep. to see like who they are. You don't have to fucking marry him and you don't owe him anything. You do what you can. Do what you can. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. My sister and I recently bought a business together earlier this year. We worked at this facility for six years and both felt excited to finally take it on as owners. These last few months have been rough, like holy shit. I feel like we can't see eye to eye on anything and she tends to get more emotional when running the business when I wanna leave emotions out. She'll get sensitive when someone talks to me instead of her or she'll talk badly about the old owner. She hates when I do more in the business than her, but will shut down and stop contributing when she is too much on her plate. I don't love the way she shows up most of the time, but I'm trying to be patient with her and take time to talk through her feelings. I don't want to talk about feelings. I want to run a business. I validate her and always hear her out, but it's getting exhausting. I feel like I'm walking on eggshells and don't know what's going to set her off next. We've been fighting so much recently. I'm debating on selling my portion of the business. I know we could work through a lot of things, but at this point, I don't know if I feel as passionate about things as she does. I also feel at what point do I put my mental health and happiness first? I love my sister and I know she would be devastated if I sold my part. Alex and John, how do you work through things in business as a married couple? I've started to have hateful feelings towards my sister and I don't know what to do. Do I sell or power through? I mean, I would give it a shot first. You know, like your sister has to put family hat on and then business hat on, like at different times. Do you have to like separate the two? Because we do that even with like, even though it's John and I who work together in our business, we work with friends. We have like a team now around us who we are very close with. And there are situations where we're like friend hat, business hat, you know, like there's different situations, but communication as much as we say it all the time communication is number one like you guys have to and i know that you said that you hear her out but like do you tell her how you're feeling like you guys have to find common ground in a way that like you 
leave your emotions out of the business, or maybe you get a third person involved, like hire HR. I don't know if you have the funds to do that, but like, or maybe a counselor, like a therapist, something this isn't, this isn't a unique situation. Like lots of people go into business with their families. Lots of people go into business with their friends and it's not butterflies and rainbows all the time. So I think like maybe having a mediator come in, if it's really getting to the point where you're considering selling, that's not what you want. I know what is the core of the problem? And I just think sitting down and just really figuring out like, what do you guys want out of this business? What do you want to do? Cause it seems like you're doing one thing, she's doing another. I have you maybe like separating like roles too. right like yeah, are you guys like, on top of each other are you crisscrossing on what you're doing because that can get messy well and i think that that's what helped us the most in business was having like delegating specific roles of what like john was responsible for and what i was responsible for because it's very easy to have it feel uneven especially in the beginning and so delegating those tasks so that you both feel fulfilled and you both have like your own duties but also figuring out what your why is, like maybe make a mission statement yep. with each other, like go to a business seminar, take some, read some books, take some courses. Like I think that there's a lot of people professionally who know how to, how to run a business well with other people. And there's a lot of tools to do that. Knowing your role is so important. The most we ever, anytime we were fighting is when we were starting something new. Right. And trying to fucking figure out who's doing what. Yeah. And I think once you guys figure that out, that'll help out so much where mm -hmm. you're not on top of each other. Right. And just again, I think once you have a common goal and a mission statement and you're both fighting for the same why, you know, I don't know what your business is, but I think you could really benefit from having a, having a mentor taking a business class or threaten her, you know, tell her, stop acting a fool or I'm going to fucking, yeah. Or you know what? Fucking sell, I'm sell I don't my know. part of the business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those are your two options. Best of luck. Best of luck. Next question. Would I be the asshole for breaking up with my long-term boyfriend after he was sexually assaulted? I have been with my boyfriend for around six years and we have always been monogamous. I'm not insecure or a jealous person. So I've always given my boyfriend the freedom to have his own friends, male or female, and to hang out with them without me. And he allows me to do the same with male or female friends. However, in August, he confessed that something happened between him and a female friend in January of this year. For reference, this girl has been an online friend of his for much longer than he has known me. And while he has never brought her up outside of online gaming or with his group of friends, I was aware of her existence. In January, she had flown out from Oregon to visit my boyfriend and roommate. My boyfriend said he didn't want me coming over to his house while she was there and I respected his request because I trusted him and he had never given me any reason to think anything would happen. But I've since found out that his entire online friend group hates me and wants him to break up with me. This girl in the online group has been referring to my boyfriend as her hubby during their online games and obviously wants to get with him. Last year, he had gone on a road trip with her to visit another online friend out of state, and he said she'd never tried anything on that trip. However, when she arrived at his house in January, he said that she was instantly aggressive and wanted to have a talk with me. He said he told me not to come to the house because he felt I would be unsafe, but she apparently found out where I lived and was watching me and my dog without my knowledge. A few days after she arrived at his house, he said he was in bed about to go to sleep when she entered his room and made statements along the lines of, we're having sex right now or I'm going to see your girlfriend. However, she did not have a weapon nor a vehicle to get to my house. He said he was too scared to try to leave and he went 
through with it to protect me. Then she spent the next three weeks refusing to leave his house, trying to blackmail him and trying to get me to go to coffee with her. He says he was genuinely terrified for those weeks and he never came to see me because he thought I would get hurt. What I can't get over is that he never told me I was in danger and being physically threatened by this girl so I could protect myself. He waited seven months to tell me that he had unprotected sex with another girl while having unprotected sex with me during those months. I got tested for STDs and I am clean, but I feel so betrayed. Like he had no regard for my physical safety in any of this. If he had told me anything that was happening with this girl prior to that night, I could have intervened but he kept me in the dark not only did he not fight for me he took away my ability to fight for myself and for him i'm in therapy and trying to work through these feelings but i feel like the rest of our relationship would be marred by these feelings that he has no respect for me and will not communicate with me on important issues in the future is blah this blah blah real? blah fuck is... this guy wait but like do you believe him he got sexually assaulted we're gonna have sex oh no this girl Don't. from out of state came to stay with your boyfriend. He didn't want you there. Get and now the he's claiming that here. he got abused. The the amount of detail to this question, this elaborate scheme that to this guy has. You? To protect you? Get the fuck out of here. What a fuck. <laughs> oh my God. What, what a fucking asshole. Yeah, get rid of him. Get rid of him. Like, I'm sorry for you that you have to go through fucking therapy because of what this guy puts you through. Oh my God. But like, don't even like the fact that you're even writing in considering like, am I the asshole no, for breaking up with my long-term boyfriend? No, no. <laughs> like what I, you're not like, you're not with him anymore. Right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm no, hoping I think she's still look the first. Oh no. Of Cause she said, would I be the asshole for breaking up with my long-term boyfriend? So you're still considering it. You have a heart of gold, lady. You should get rid of him. Like, please don't tell me that you believe this sob story. The fact that, that you had to go get tested. He 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 literally could have fucked you up health-wise. Like I have so many things to say that, like, you know how when you have too much to say that you can't say anything? That's how I feel right now. I'm just like, my, my brain is going into overdrive that I'm just shutting down. And I'm just like, the only answer here is this, to break up with this him. This Discord question. chat or whatever he has with these people and they're all bashing her, like never defended her. Like why be friends with, I wouldn't be friends with somebody who's talking shit about my wife. And the fact my, that like, like what the fuck? He, he like, do you have guys who you meet online coming to visit you guy friends and you don't want your boyfriend involved to meet them? You know what I mean? Like, and he was, and if this girl was true, what is you, the boundary between like, you yeah, two? What? You guys can hang out with the opposite sex, but what does that actually mean? Like, are you just friends like with them? Slumber parties? Yeah. What the fuck? And why wait until fucking seven months to tell you that alone? Oh my God. There's so many things. There's so many fucking things wrong with this. There's so many things wrong with this. You like, there's no other option here, but to break up. Like, how can you ever trust this person? If I were you, I'd be like, no, let her come. Let her come to the house. Let her let her see what the fuck's no, up. No, again, like he was like, I this girl I'm sure was not threatening, whatever. I don't want to like, and this Some, I don't want to say that somehow, he wasn't a victim. He could have truly been assaulted. Now, you but know, to wait honestly, seven months. Honestly, no, he fucking wasn't. No, he fucking okay, wasn't. Okay, but let's say. And then she had me handcuffed to the bed with pink. <laughs> handcuffs and i was like no and don't then, suck my dick yeah please. get the fuck out of here okay you listen fucking rat. I, and i don't want to take away like from actual victims don't, let's not even go there with that we're just talking about this guy uh, fuck this guy he's fucking lying so no one gives us we understand 
We're not taking away from people who are like, sexually and, assaulted. And men, I'm talking about this guy in this question. He's 100% fucking lying. People get sexually assaulted and it's horrible and it's terrible. And I think not that people guy. feel scared to come forward. So you could argue that maybe throughout this time he was nervous. But in this situation, he had this woman fly out to stay with him. And then he's he's comes up with this story. And I don't want to... Again, I don't want to be like, well, I, I just like we don't believe I don't fucking believe him. I don't believe him. And you shouldn't either. And I think that he's using sexual assault as a way to a manipulate. Mask. Mask. Yeah. It's a way to manipulate you and your emotions and your feelings. And it's really sad for people who are actually fucking dealing with true crimes and sexual assault. <sighs> That's it. That's all that I have to say. Like this guy's a piece of shit and he's trying to take advantage of you and your emotions and I don't think that you should fall for it in this situation. Next question. And honestly, if he's being for real, like if he actually was sexually assaulted, though, like he fi wasn't. file Fuck. a police, police report. Because if he's if this woman was also threatening to you, this is actually something that is serious that should be considered. He this is the most she's, planned just out. Listen, though, if she sexually assaulted your boyfriend and she threatened to hurt you, why hasn't he gone to the fucking police? Like, is he embarrassed? I don't care. I should be important in this relationship. The, like, your girlfriend should be important. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why that's enough of a reason. Like, if you want to believe that he was sexually assaulted, okay. But to your point, like, he didn't take your safety into consideration here. And he could have. So he dropped the ball in a lot of different ways. And you just have to dump his ass. Yeah. Yep. I'm not going to say anything else. Yep. Next. Next question. Can we, can we uh, end with a good question for once? I like how you ask me. Like, talk to, talk to Goo. Goo. A good question for once. It's always like the most depressing shit. Well, we'll see. Ready? Next question. I recently got married this past September. Congratulations. And one of my bridesmaids was completely MIA for basically every event. She first told us she'd be attending the bachelorette, but a week before she met up with me and said she won't be coming to the bachelorette party or the bridal shower because she will be traveling to Greece for three months and can't afford to go to any of my events. She goes to Greece every summer, so I was confused as to why she couldn't pick a shorter time, but who am I to tell someone how to live their life? Here's the cherry on top. She completely skipped the rehearsal and only comes to the dinner following the rehearsal. So on the wedding day, she completely messed up the order and has an all-out fight with my bridesmaids at the altar. My guests see everything, and it's all captured on our video. So now our videographer <laughs> has to completely edit a goddamn miracle for us. From an editing standpoint, like, it should be fine. But anyway, it's entertaining. <laughs> She proceeds to get heavily intoxicated at the reception, makes out with a staff member, argues with the entire bridal party and bartenders just to finally lay on the dance floor and have her ex-fiance carry her out and home. She recently reached out to get together and has completely disregarded the shit show she pulled. Am I the asshole to ghost this friendship completely or should I give her the time of day? My only issue is I've spoken to her twice already about her actions at the wedding and nothing has changed. If someone is She never apologized be, once. That's what I'm going to say. If someone is not no going to be self-aware <laughs> about what they have done, own up. Sit in your fucking shame, bitch. Like, apologize. To be honest, I can't tell if I respect this chick more because she just what? doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> She's just like... She's just on her own I'm fucking journey. She's I'm like, I'm just gonna. Oh, you didn't have a good time a at your wedding. I had a great time at your <laughs> yeah. wedding, from what I remember. She's like, I don't remember any of it, and I want to know why her and her ex-fiance broke up. I'm sure it has to do with drinking. I think 
what your friend needs is help. a wake up call. Yeah, she needs help. And like, clearly she hasn't hit rock bottom yet. Like, or maybe she doesn't. Maybe she's enjoying no, no, her no, life, but like, living her best is, life. She's going to just keep like ruining, ruining other people's lives. Yeah. yeah. And ruining these friendships, ruining, ruining these relationships. But that's not your job to fix her. So what I think that you should do in, in this situation is let her know, like, I can no longer be associated with you. I love you. And I hope you get the help that you need. But I can't be that person for you. Love you. Love I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I would not be saying I love you. You ruined my wedding day. Oh my God, we're done. I mean, it's a story. You gotta love like, a good like wedding story. Joey, are like respecting this girl for not no, giving no, no. a fuck, but as the one, as the one getting married, be like, you fucked my day up. Well, but like, what did she really ruin? You got married. You had fun. Now you have a story. Ten years from now, you'll still be talking about this. Maybe you know more I mean? the whole inconsiderate part of. A hundred percent, it was inconsiderate. But like. It, is it was what it inconsiderate. Is. Go... She didn't show up to any of the events. Right. And then the, the thing is, you didn't show up for the rehearsal. So because of you not showing up to the right. rehearsal. You fucked up the altar. And that's the main issue I'd have. Like, get drunk, whatever. Actually, no. Even being passed out on the drunk. Like, that's embarrassing. That would embarrass me. You're my friend. I'm like. Right. And not only that, like, you're a bridesmaid. Like, you're, you're supposed to be one of my closest friends. And you can't even lock it up for my wedding day. You have every right to be pissed. But at this point. It happened. There's nothing you could do. It's a story that you will talk about in 15, 20 years. With other people, not with her, because you'll never never talk to her again. Unless, again, like she does hit rock bottom. She has her come to Jesus moment and she gets the help that she needs. To me, this is all a cry for help, but she's not willing to change. And that's the issue. Like when you're a person who impacts other people negatively and you have a negative effect on the people around you who love you and you can't own up and be self-aware and apologize and take ownership of your actions like you're the problem and <laughs> you're definitely you're, the, you're the definitely problem. the problem yeah but like there's nothing you could do about that so i think that you can either ghost this relationship or you could just be blunt with her and let her know like bitch do you do you want to watch my wedding video uh, would i be a little harsh yeah yeah i think so with that goodbye conversation that's just me being toxic, but she just, she's, this, these are all the big cries for help, but she needs <laughs> to go get it herself. All right. I'm glad we ended on that. Cool. Oh, so you think that that was a good, happy question? <laughs> Can you, like, yeah, it was funny. I congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, it brought a smile to my face. It's a great way to send off to the wedding this upcoming weekend. Hopefully it all goes great. And no one is a drunk asshole because I know that your mom will My talk mom about it. My mom will talk for about years. it forever. <laughs> I love it. All right, icks. We have plenty of them. Plenty? Why do you have plenty? One ick is you uh, losing your sunglasses. I just like don't think you can have nice things. And it's just like you don't take care of shit. Just like take care of your nice things. What did you do? Tell everyone, what did you do? Well, also tell them about. <laughs> the conversation you had in your head too, which blows my mind. It was before our live show. I I had nothing to wear. Well, I have lots of things to wear, but I can't find them. So instead of like going through a bunch of luggage, I was like, I'll just buy a new outfit. So I went to express and I was trying on this outfit and I had my sunglasses on my head. And when I bent over, they fell off my head onto the floor in the dressing room. And I literally remember them going underneath like this little chair. And I was like, pick those up before you go and then I didn't and I left them there and then I called the next day and they were like what sunglasses that's not your first pair you've lost no that's like my fourth of the same pair fuck that's right the same one I've yeah I've lost that same pair so many times I won't 
buy them no, again. You're not getting a nice pair of sunglasses. Ever. You can get a $10 pair of sunglasses. I know. I'll buy you a hundred of those. That way you can <laughs> lose one once a week. I don't like, I don't choose this My for myself. My other ick <laughs> for Alex. And I know it too. And like stupid me for just thinking she would change. I asked her three different times. Hey, I didn't have enough time on the way back from getting your nails done today. Can you please get a bag of dog food? Yeah, no problem. And then in the midst of her getting hit on at the gym, I <laughs> repeated it to her again. And she does this thing. Like when something funny happens, she'll fully like ignore what I'm saying and just like keep talking about it. She's like, well, I got hit on, huh? Like you're making a joke <laughs> and like you weren't listening. And I'm like, Hey, she got back from getting her nails. I'm like, Hey, I'm assuming you didn't get the bag of dog food. And she was like, Oh my God. <laughs> You have to text me. I preemptively already put it in my calendar on my phone to get dog food tomorrow before you even got home because I knew you forgot it. John, like... But the thing is, surprisingly, you didn't yell at me this time because normally Alex yells at me. I'm like, hey, how don't I, forget. Why did I yell at you? You get mad at me for like reminding oh, yeah, me to do yeah, stuff. Right. And then you don't fucking do it ever. I think it's just something like in my brain when like you yell at me, like I go what into I say survival is not a priority. mode. Yeah, I get it. I go into survival mode and I'm like... Don't do anything this crazy <laughs> motherfuckers you that's, that's your survival because... You got to protect myself because okay. you're a monster, John. Listen, we have... Things are just... I got one bajillion things on my mind. Like, you order dog food. You could do it. I will. I will get dog... I'm going to. It's See, in the like, calendar. I have just, like, so many things in my brain. Like, it's just so full that I have to write down my ick for you, John. So let's look. Oh... My ick uh, that's not related to you is... Wait, I have one more ick. Oh my gosh. And this what? ick, which I'm surprised, Miss Rule Breaker. I oh, want to talk yeah. about this and I want to know everyone's... Maybe we'll make a short out of this. Because I want to know who you're going to side with, me or Alex. So we move into this house, back into our house. And I have a shit ton of trash. It doesn't fit in the trash can. So I have to take it all, put it in the car. And we're like, let's go find like a, a public dump or whatever. On the way there, I, I see all the big like industrial trash cans on the side of the road. I'm like, why don't I just fucking throw it in? That there? like belong to businesses or apartment complexes. But the trash is coming like within the hour. It's No, it's, it's not. Every Wednesday. It was two days. It was in two days. It was yesterday when no. trash comes on Wednesdays. How do you know when the trash can comes on their street? The trash truck. But I know the trash comes on Wednesdays for us. And it was a Monday. So it wasn't coming oh, for so another it was yesterday. Days. No, it wasn't. Fuck, today's Wednesday anyways. Keep going. So anyways, I'm like, why don't I just throw it in here? She's like, no, you're going to break the law. You can get sued uh, up to $10,000. Ripping out all these fucking facts out of nowhere. I'm like, okay. So we go to the dump. And at the dump, the <laughs> minimum amount you pay is $80. And that's for one ton of garbage. And so Which how much is, is one ton of garbage, Alex? 2,000 pounds. Our car is 4,000 pounds. So we could have thrown away a half of our car. So I pull in and the, the guy who works there literally laughs. He goes, are you serious? That's you're throwing away six, six trash bags. I'm like, yeah. He goes, you pay the guy up front for 30 bucks. He was going to, he'll put in a truck for you. He goes, I would have thrown it in all the dumpsters on the way here. He said those exact fucking words to me. I'm like, oh, well, uh, cool. Something well, in the John, front seat. I just want to know, does anyone agree with me or Alex? We're like just throwing it in the fucking dumpster. I worst case scenario, cameras see us unloading our own trash. And then we're blasted on the news. TikToker John, podcaster John, can't pay $80 to throw out his own trash, so he has to use public dumpsters. Well, that aren't public. He has to use private dumpsters. I just was like... Private dumpsters or on private property? Because the, the, it's not, it's not your, the trash it's not cans their, are in the road. It's not their, it, John, those were not... 
public dumpsters. Those like belong to businesses. Like I get like, okay, you have like a coffee cup you want to throw in there. Sure. But like eight trash bags. Also now there's stipulations of what I could throw in the trash. Can yeah. Right. 100%. We'll see. We'll see. 100%. What's your ick? I'm telling you that we did the right thing and I would rather not have someone pull up and dump all of their trash in our yard. Well, they, oh, in our yard. Okay. I was like, well, they could throw it in our trash can because it's full. Yeah. They'd be like, this is your trash. I'm putting it back on your property. I just don't think that's right. You know what I mean? Just go to discard of your own shit. Like don't scurry it around other people's dumpsters. Like, again, it depends. What's if it, your, wasn't, uh, what do you, if it what, wasn't eight bags. What's your thoughts on dog poop? Again, t walk it home. You've never thrown dog poop in someone's trash. You do that. I don't. You've never done it. No. Say honest to God. Honest to God. Oh, you're going to hell. <laughs> oh, you're going to I hell. Walk it. So I walk it home or I put it in a public one, like a trash can on the street. Dude, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I was lost. lost on you. I thought you were talking about you know, the, the one next to the school. Right. No, I I'm thought you were about to say that one. No, but like there's a bunch of like garbage cans on the street that are made for the public. But like, again, John, eight. But not for fecal matter. For, for poop. Oh, my God. There's stipulations on what you can throw in the trash can. Maybe you're not supposed to throw dog Someone shit in the trash can. Someone needs to write can. out a list, but like I know that you're not supposed to throw eight garbage bags of your own shit into into private dumpsters. Maybe you throw dog poop in a public trash can. It's it's like on the street. Maybe. You're what? so annoying. What's your ick? You're so annoying. My ick, it isn't even related to you again because I'm just such a good wife. I just destroyed <laughs> you with icks. My ick is that. No, my ache with you is that you're such a miserable person <laughs> that it was your idea to watch Twilight the other day. And, and we got some good content from it. And I was acting out some of the scenes and you got so mad at me. <laughs> what? You were like, stop acting it out. Watch. Oh, I just want to watch the fucking movie and you're pausing it every five minutes. You're like, John, go. What's this line? I'll never love you as much I'm as just I like, I just like, I'm having fun. I'm acting. I'm practicing my life. Turn it off. And you're like... I want to watch the movie. Just like in let silence. me live. <laughs> just turn it off for turn yourself off for like two hours. You just suck the fun out it's of everything. Exhausting. But my other ick, when we moved into the house, back into this house, again, we've talked about how unorganized it is. So like pots, pans, food, we're like, we're gonna order, we're gonna order in. It was a long day. So usually we're we're grand grandma and grandpa's. We eat at like five o'clock. But it was 7:30. So I was like, okay, if I order food now, oh, yeah. it'll be here around eight. Perfect. So I order food at like, it's supposed to come at eight at like seven 50. It's like canceled. Uber eats canceled your order. And I'm like, what? I'm like, the restaurant's not closing. I'm like, okay, weird. Didn't give me a reason why. So order from another place by like, I choose everything. It's supposed to be here by like eight 40. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like we will eat tonight's a, a late night. So it's like eight 30, it's eight 40. And it's like, your order is prepared. So-and-so is picking it up. And so it's, it's running a little bit late. It's like 8.45 and then it goes, your order is canceled. And I'm like, oh, I was so hangry. I don't think I've ever lost my mind. I was like, what the actual fuck? You can't call Uber Eats. They don't give you, so I called, you called. Uh, you didn't do shit, the first off. I know, I go, Time the fuck out. I'm so hungry. Honestly, so, if I wasn't here right now, she would tell the story and the fact no, that she called. No, I wouldn't. I was like, I looked up the number for John to call. <laughs> You called the restaurant and you were like, we place an order. And they were like, yeah, it's made. And then the driver's right here. And so 
the driver said he accidentally canceled our order and he was like do you still want me to bring it it was such a weird thing and you were like but did the restaurant get paid like because and the restaurant said no so Uber i'm like so i gotta pay them and then pay, pay you? you and so we were like if it's canceled through Uber, like have Uber Eats, like rerun it through or we're canceling the full order. Like you canceled it. It just didn't make any sense. And I was just so You had angry. a conspiracy though. What was your My conspiracy, conspiracy was that he went and canceled our order, but still took it from the restaurant. So the restaurant didn't get paid. And they were like, oh, it'll be an issue through Uber. Like you handle it through Uber Eats. You know, I was like, and then he just got like a full meal and maybe, maybe he needed it. So I, I fucking needed it. I, I know, but instead you just like heated up a hot dog or something. Yeah, thanks, dude. You fucking yeah. That's why I got I had a fucking hot dog for dinner. <laughs> no bun on an English muffin. And no, I was just you, jamming. You toasted an English muffin. See, if I wasn't here, you would have said no bun, but you had an English muffin. The, the difference is, I'm not lying. I just don't have memory. You're just would be lying. No, I'm not a liar, John. You're a fucking <laughs> you're a liar. All right. Well, that's it. I'm and gonna read John, read a review. You're just a bully. <laughs> Honestly, I'm crashing. I'm so glad we're at the end of this. I'm gonna read the review. All I could say is, wow, five stars. Happy P V Z fan. This podcast is ridiculously amazing. Alex and John are the new Chip and Joanna, but more relatable to me because Alex is the handy lady and there's no shiplap. Thank you for showing us goofy goobers that there's still hope for finding the love of our lives on Tinder. You're the real MVPs and I love listening to your witty banter. Keep on keeping it real because you guys are my number one podcast. Oh, thank you. I really like that one. Guys, you could swipe right on love all day long, you know? Best of luck. Best of luck. <laughs> like, subscribe, email, comment. Five stars. If you guys want to email us any questions, you could reach us at hello at give it to me straight podcast.com and anonymously link in our bio or the show notes. You could follow us on all the socials at give it to me straight podcast. And we will see you next week. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.